0: This week, on a very special mini of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite anime series. Hello, and welcome to a very special mini of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And this week, hot off the heels of last week's episode, where we discussed Evangelion 1.11 colon, you are, parentheses, not, and parentheses, alone. This week, we're discussing our favorite anime. We've done favorite Adult Swim shows, but now we're doing straight up favorite anime. And here's
1: my secret, Cap. I never watched the anime nights on Adult Swim.
0: Uh, me either. I've seen extraordinarily little anime. <laughs>
1: I have seen an intermediate
2: amount of anime. I've only seen some anime with a buddy of mine who liked it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Real dangerous having a one buddy that's into anime. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like I am default that for you guys. I was about to yeah. say, yeah. you are that buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I am not, like, the anime guy. Yeah. Well, no, neither was this guy. But you know what a Naruto is. Vaguely. I've never seen an episode of Naruto, but I am intrigued by the sequel series about his son, Boruto.
0: Oh, okay. I, I, excuse me, my son is also named Boruto. <laughs> I, know Naruto, I know Naruto runs with his arms behind his body, and that makes him very fast. <laughs> I know
1: that John Boyega's little brother in Attack the Block really likes Naruto. Yeah. That's about the extent of my knowledge. I also
0: know that Ricky Martin was in Naruto until he turned 13 and they booted him out. True. True. <laughs>
1: I thought they booted
2: him out, booted him out for passing the duchy to the right hand side. No,
0: that was uh, that was Musical Youth, I believe. Okay. <laughs> that was a very different uh, a very different boy band from a very different culture. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. How dare you confuse Minuto with past the Dutchy guys, <laughs> fuck you, you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, you know anime. It's that
1: animation, but what's made in Japan most of the time. Japan yeah. anime. There's a very long-standing debate that I will not fucking give the time of day to about like is Avatar
0: anime. And
1: guess what? Genres are stupid. That doesn't matter. That's True. fair. That's a fair point. Also, yeah, Avatar's anime. Fucking fight me, nerds. Whoa. <laughs> Does that mean the Castlevania show on Netflix is anime? Probably, yeah. No, oh, okay. Fucking pretty solid show, unfortunately, executive produced by a sex pest.
0: Hey, to be fair, he didn't executive produce that last season.
1: That's true. And the, uh, the next season that is going to be based on Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night is also going to be Warren Ellis Free. Hooray! Come on! Hooray! Boy, did I tell you guys, like, that news broke... Literally, the day previous to that, I was like, fuck, I need to get into Planetary. (laughs) Maybe I'm finally going to pull the trigger on that big honking Planetary omnibus. Did you pull the trigger? Nope, because I was like, I'll do it tomorrow, I'm pretty tired. And then tomorrow came, and it was Warren Ellis posted on Twitter... Oh, uh, I've never really thought of myself as very famous, so I don't think that I've ever really hurt anybody, but I'm going to be quiet. And I'm like, what a weird thing to post out of the blue. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oops. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, all right, you know, he did say that he's working on it, and then it was revealed that after he posted that on Twitter, he immediately DM'd several other women he had been harassing <laughs> to continue harassing them. Yeah.
0: Who knew that the writer of Transmetropolitan would be such a fucking idiot? Although <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Transmetropolitan is really good. That's,
1: I mean, that's that's the real issue with any time these 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 people turn out to be sex pests. Is it's yep. just like fuck. But early Smith stuff is still
0: pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but like, here's the thing, like. I don't need to watch fucking Manhattan or Annie Hall again.
1: That's no. very true.
0: In fact, I You didn't need to watch them the
1: first time. I was so brain poisoned as like a high schooler slash like college student where I was like, uh, Manhattan is the best movie he ever did. It's so good, you guys. It's the best movie, like, probably ever. And then I remembered, it's all about how your growth as a person is directly in parallel to how okay you are with dating a high schooler. Yeah. It is the opposite of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah.
0: Yes. It's a—it's
1: gross. It's yeah. super fucking gross. Yep. I would say two-thirds of his oeuvre is all how, like... Nah, young women should definitely want to sleep with much older
0: men. It's
1: good for them, actually. Ugh. Yeah,
0: especially post-wacky Woody Allen. Yeah, Like, post-Annie Hall. Like, everything, like, like fucking bananas, sleepers, everything you want to know about sex but we're afraid to ask. Those are movies that are just, like, fucking wacky, weirdo movies. Yeah. And then, like, at some... They have some- literal bonk sound effects, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And then at some point, he was just like, Wait a minute, I just turned 50 years old. I should probably cast a 17-year-old as my (laughs) lover. Nobody's going to
1: think that's weird, am I right? And then it's even creepier later in his career where he stops appearing in his movies, but he's casting very clear surrogates for himself. Yes. And you can just feel him behind the camera just like, yeah, kiss him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So gross.
0: I, uh, you know I I, I, I I like to watch you know that's, that's, a, that's what I do well, and I remember
1: there being an interview when uh, fucking Matchpoint came out and I was still on board with the like well he ended up marrying that girl so I guess it's okay oh yeah. no no it's not <laughs> exactly yes again I was very brain poisoned oh man uh, and he gave an interview where he's just like yeah there's a lot of sex in this movie because you know I'm still interested in seeing all that steamy hot stuff yeah. and it's like oh buddy Oh, even at the time, it was just like, oh, maybe read the room a little bit.
0: Yeah. gross, old man. So anyways, speaking of things that are never gross or overly sexual, we're talking our favorite anime. Yeah! (laughs) Uh, So let's go around the horn and discuss our favorite anime. We'll start with you, John. John, what is your favorite anime? Well, I kind of alluded
1: to it a little bit. My my actual favorite anime is definitely Neon Genesis Evangelion, but we're already going to be talking about that ad nauseum. A a pretty close second, because I'm a real basic guy when it comes to anime, would probably have been Cowboy Bebop. But not to spoil it, someone else is going to talk about it here. So I'll go for my third favorite fucking Avatar, The Last Airbender, my friends. Ah, that's where all that was coming from. Yeah, it was on the brain, it was off the dome, because I've been thinking about it. Because that is an anime that I will regularly rewatch just every year or two. It is a very excellent combination of, like, light and breezy, but also, like, it gets deeper as it goes on. You know, it's one of those shows where it's very, like, Steven Universe, like, Adventure Time, kind of made for all ages, but, like, primarily targeting, like, a like a younger crowd, for sure. sure. But, like, that keeps it from getting too up its own ass. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's sure. a really good, like, safety measure of, like, We can only get this fucking bullshit with our characters and plots. Uh, And that saves it from a lot of the, like, pretty gross stuff that can happen, especially in, like, a long-running anime. Right. Especially a, like, quote-unquote, like, boundary-pushing anime. Um, And, yeah, it's just the characters are great. There's a lot of, like, excellent humor in it. Uh, It never condescends to its audience. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those kids' shows where, like, as a kid, I would have devoured it, and as an adult, I super enjoy it a lot.
0: Mm. Nice. Have you watched The Legend of Korra?
1: I have only watched, like, maybe the first season or two. Uh, my understanding is that it, it gets much better after that, and I believe it. I just I just don't have the... Sure. I mean, obviously, after saying that I've watched the regular series, like, X number of times, like, to the amount of mental uh, exertion that goes into watching a new show is sometimes way more than what I got going on, especially in the last, say, six years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's been real exhausting. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Avatar, it's great. It is is really, truly, excellently made, very well-paced. Dave Filoni, who has gone on to be like, the number two guy in the uh, Lucasfilm Star Wars got his start doing storyboards and stuff and directing episodes. Uh, Really the whole behind the scenes crew is like a who's who of like popular uh, animators. Uh, Lauren McMullen did a whole bunch of work on it. Uh, She did the character designs for Mission Hill and she did a lot of like Simpsons and Futurama stuff. She is like just an excellent animation director. Uh, And yeah, fucking Mark Hamill plays the bad guy in it. It's great. Hey! Yeah, nice. Can't
0: beat that. I've only seen the Avatar The Last Airbender
1: movie. Oh boy! No, you didn't. Yes, I did. uh, You didn't. No, no, no. It didn't actually exist. No, 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 I don't play... It was a cruel
0: prank. Nope, I don't play that internet (laughs) game that that movie didn't come out. M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) will have to answer that movie for the rest of his life. Look, I definitely, I have not had a chance to, but I do want to see The Beach That Makes You Old. <laughs> I want to see a real bad. I am oh boy. so
1: upset that it's not just called The Beach That Makes You Old. I, me too. True. Me
0: too. But look, look. like, I, I, M.S. Shyamalan has made some some, some good movies. He's made some, uh, some very bad movies. And he's made some movies where it's very clear he was going for something. And Like, Lady
1: in the Water is yeah. very much a, like, I feel feel like you are speaking a different cinematic language. Right. I feel like this is this this feels like you think it's great and I'm just not getting it.
0: So, yeah, that the Village and The Happening, those three movies specifically. The
1: Happening is a terrific comedy.
0: Yes, and I hate that he's pulled a Tommy Weezo in recent years yeah. and tried to go back and claim that was the point to begin with. It and there's, absolutely no was not. Yeah. there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Are
1: you here to kill
0: me? Oh, what? No. What? No. <laughs> and like the weird guy that's just obsessed with hot dogs. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, I've only seen the Airbender movie, and it was, it didn't make any sense to me. It was very, very much, like, predicated, I think, on having seen the show. Sure. Um, and also the casting in it is so gross.
1: Fucking, uh... Is it Asif Mamvi that plays, like, the evil general He in that? plays, yeah, like, the leader
0: of the Fire... The Fire Nation? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I think Dev... I want to say Dev Patel, maybe? Yeah,
1: he's Prince Zuko in yes. that, I believe. Yeah, nice. yeah.
0: Speaking of which, if you want to see Dev Patel, go watch Green Knight. Oh, hell yeah. It's that so, looks so good. It's so fucking good. I went to the Davis Theater at, like, 2 o'clock on a Tuesday, so I knew there'd be nobody in the theater, so it'd be safe to go. And it was... A fucking delight, buddy.
1: I really desperately want to buy the Green Knight RPG sourcebook.
0: Uh, yeah, that looks fucking Dude, it's rad. it's not as just hell. a sourcebook; it's a whole kit with like yeah. player characters, character sheets, the whole deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, this can We're having a game night. We're playing Green Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I mean,
1: Dave Patel has been on the periphery of breaking through for like, uh, like he's even good in Newsroom. No one is good in Newsroom. Right.
0: I mean, he's... Yeah, he was in Slum... He got a start in Slumdog Millionaire. He's the the main guy in it. He's been in so much stuff. Okay. Yeah, he's
1: been one of those actors where every time he pops up, you're like, shit,
0: yeah, that guy. I know that guy. But yeah. man... Oh.
1: Now, Newsroom, was that the Aaron Sorkin Correct. Show? Oh, yes. yes.
2: Okay, as long as I was thinking about the right thing. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: one with Jeff Daniels. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, fucking Olivia Munn. Uh, Allison Pill is in it. Allison Pill is another one of those actors who is like fucking... How'd they hide all those people in that big pile of shit?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't easy. (laughs) They tried their best. Alison Pill, by the way, probably the best part of Star Trek Picard. Really? I didn't know she was in it.
1: Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Alison Pill is one of those actors that is, she can be, like, not to go back too much on Woody Allen movies, but she's in uh, uh, the fucking Owen Wilson, uh, the Luke Wilson, the Owen Wilson, I'm Going Back in Time. Midnight Midnight in Paris. Paris. Yeah, Uh, She is excellent in that. And then she's also in Scott Pilgrim. Right. Completely unrecognizable in those movies. Like she is such an amazing performer, and
0: she's really great in her one scene in Snowpiercer as the teacher of the ch- like the small oh, jet of the children class. Yeah. where
1: she pulls out the gun. Yeah,
0: where she's just like like she showed up like like Alison Pill at the time I believe was pregnant uh, in real life. I want to say yeah, uh, but like yeah, she's just like there and like she's so very nice. And then she pulls up like a fucking uzi or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's delightful. Yeah. She's great, um, fantastic actor. Anyways. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender Hell right. yeah Good, pick. I've Good never, times I'm... It is
1: entirely on I believe Netflix Yeah In fact I think Netflix Just updated it to be like 1080p like Blu-ray quality
0: Ooh alright Well maybe nice. that'll be My next foray into anime Patrick Favorite anime um, I... For
1: anime Ha ah, I did it I made it I did nice. it Nice uh, okay. I haven't seen a ton
2: of it But I always loved it Anytime it was on It was called Vampire Hunter Date And it was if the Undertaker from WWE (laughs) had a magic face in his hand and a series of weapons where he went around fighting wackadoo spirits and vampires and other crazy creatures. So the Witcher? Yeah. Yeah, but with a face. But in his with hand? a face, hand, and anime, and an extremely grumpy, disillusioned hero.
0: Now, does the yeah. face hand talk to him? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, and the it, face hand fact, tells talks back stuff? to him.
1: Yeah. it's very surly. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay, the yeah, face like hand that. is like a little Joe Pesci. <laughs>
0: Is he like a is like is he like a parasitic twin kind of thing going so on it, there? Uh, I don't remember
1: D, what his deal was. Well, D is half human, half vampire, which is called a demple in this world, mm-hmm. and that the face hand thing. To the best of my recollection, is just a thing that they have. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so just,
0: anybody else that is what he is would has have a, a face, face hand. I don't believe that
1: they ever have any other. Like I think he is very particularly unique. In so the he's Anna like blade. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah okay. He's the only. He's the only one I remember being in there. But yeah. But oh he man. Could be other so I'd see him all.
1: Man, the the hand also does like uh like like it vacuums up fucking bad guys and eats them up sometimes. Like the That's trap correct.
0: from Ghostbusters, correct? Yeah. All right, it's awesome.
1: It is completely yeah. wackadoo, but it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and there's this whole mythology of uh, like vampires in this world basically being like shitty fucking gangster families. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's real good. Uh, there's two movies. There's Vampire Hunter D and then Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. They're both real good from what I remember when I watched them when I was fucking 16. Right. Mm. Yeah, definitely saw this in high school. There is also a bizarre PlayStation 1 game that I still have in the jewel case Vampire Hunter D that is, would you believe it, a Resident Evil clone. <laughs> Original Resident Evil, ooh, by the way. Ooh, fancy. Man, I gotta fucking see how that holds up. <laughs> yeah. Probably not great. No. It's based on Resident
0: Evil 1. Yeah. Fantastic Vampire Hunter D. Great I know name.
1: Him. Yeah, the, the manga of it, it was actually made, uh, the art was done by uh, Yoshikita Amano, the guy that did all the character designs for Final Fantasy oh, okay. when he was like starting out. And
2: they say it's like The Undertaker because he definitely has the old Undertaker hat. Oh, yeah. Oh, and right. he wanders around in a down. weird, like, sort of ratty, but not really suit.
1: yeah. And the face is basically his pallbearer. Oh, yeah. okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. Now this is all. Yeah. You're, now, now you're it. talking my language. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: great. Uh, as long as he, as long as he fights a big boss man and puts him in a coffin, I'm for board.
1: <laughs> there is a fucking bullshit end of the movie where Brock Lesnar puts him down. Yeah. yeah, no, fuck that shit. Ruins
0: the streak. God,
1: of all the wrestlers, <sighs> Brock Lesnar sucks. Shit, fucking
0: part timer.
1: Yeah, mm.
0: bullshit. Anyway,
1: CM Punk is back and that rules. Yeah, go yeah good for Phil. WWE screwed everything up so much that even
2: Mankind is shitting on him. Yeah, yeah that's true.
0: AEW for life. Yeah. Yeah. I Says the man who has not watched wrestling in <laughs> 20 years probably. <laughs> right. Here's what you, you do. Here's
1: here's what helped get me back into wrestling when AEW was like starting to gear up and stuff. Just fucking follow the hashtags on Twitter anytime there's an event. You'll see all the good clips. Uh, You'll get all the story you need. I don't do do that. I follow
0: Ron Funches and he tweets them all out for me. (laughs) Speaking of comedian Ron Funches, one of my favorite comedians, an absolute delight. Uh, He is currently beefing with another wrestler uh, in a different wrestling promotion. And they're actually having a match coming up. (laughs) uh, Which is very exciting. Ron Funches is going to be in an actual wrestling match. I'm so excited to see it uh, and I'm excited to see, I'm excited for him to do it because I know a couple of years ago he got in like, uh, he'd like lost a bunch of weight, got in really good shape, went to wrestling school specifically for something like this and I'm glad that he's going to have his opportunity to do it. Man,
1: I cannot imagine a like buff Ron Funches. (laughs) Yeah. That seems scary. I mean, it's coming. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's like when Al Roker lost a bunch of weight, and it just looked strange. It took you a minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the cognitive
0: yeah. dissonance is strong. Yeah. But you get there. Right on. It'll grow on you. Good on him. When Ron, I'll tell you about this. When Ron Funches lost all the weight, he didn't look weird because his head wasn't super big. Gotcha. Oh, nice. It wasn't like when Jonah Hill initially lost all his weight, and his head was still too big. Yeah. Like his head didn't scale down with the rest of his body immediately. Uh, and like now he looks fine. He's like perfectly, you know, in you know proportion. Well, that is
1: that it. Like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, in trying to lose weight, like losing face weight is incredibly difficult. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: So Ron Fungus, I think, did it as a more gradual thing, and yeah. like when he lost the weight, like he's still a big guy, but sure. he's not like what he used to be. Right. And he's in really good. He's in pretty good shape, and his head doesn't look too big. Yeah, nice. good friend, Also good very funny. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, Vampire Hunter D, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Mark, what is your favorite anime? Now, again, like John, Neon Genesis Evangelion would probably be my default go-to, <laughs> um, as I have seen f- f- precious little anime <laughs> in my life. I think
1: that might be the the series. Have you seen any other full series? No, I've the series I've never so watched. Cerises.
0: I've seen. The first episode of Attack on Titan. Sure. And I saw the movie. We saw Cowboy Bebop the movie. Yeah, we
1: did. Good movie. For this
0: podcast. And as far as episodes of anime, that is it. Gotcha. The only other animes I've seen are uh, Akira, Ghost in the Shell, uh, and... Man,
1: I am so pissed. Because next week, Ghost in the Shell is being released in IMAX. And the closest one to us is in fucking, like... The outskirts of Skokie. Yeah. Oh, sure. I was so pissed. Yeah, they
0: shut the one down at Navy Pier. Uh. Uh, and then I've uh, seen a fair amount of uh, Studio Ghibli uh, Miyazaki sure. films. Sure, sure, And so my favorite anime, even though I remember almost nothing about it, but it's one that I watched a lot, was uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Hell
1: yeah!
0: Specifically the English dub with, I think, Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst as As Kiki. Kiki, And Phil Hartman as, like, the mouse, I think? Ah, cat. As cat, yeah. Yeah, Gigi the cat. Right. Again, I have not seen it in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. We had it on
1: VHS. Oh yeah, sure. Well, the VHS is very interesting because that was released, I believe, through Disney, and they... They were doing they they were disnifying it in a way of just sure. like hey Phil Hartman just say whatever whenever mm-hmm. so there's a lot of like Phil Hartman's character off screen while well, that had to hurt <laughs> oh I bet she's mad about that uh, in recent releases of it like the Blu-ray they they trimmed all that stuff so that it's just what was what would have been in the script. But it is still Phil Hartman giving that performance. Mm, interesting. Nice. But yeah, the VHS is a fucking weird release. It's also got that John Lasseter stank all over it. Mm, mm. Nice. Uh, um, I believe it starts with John Lasseter saying, like, explaining anime. <laughs> like, my good friend, Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> and it's like, you met him like once he dude. He draws pictures.
0: <laughs> he draws a lot of them, and they flip book. <laughs> Uh, I will say uh, one uh, other, like for me, medium runner-up because it's one of the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. I is Akira. I do really enjoy Akira. Akira uh, is great film. from
1: the beginning and the end, and the middle is just like, oh, you didn't, you didn't know what was happening. And no. that's the thing.
0: I just after finishing Neon Genesis Evangelion, I was like, well, I'm gonna watch fucking Akira now. So I throw on Akira, and, like, the opening is fucking rad. It's just biker gangs going after one another. And then there's this guy with a little blue guy trying yeah. to escape police. And then one of the bikers hits that blue guy and steals his powers. And <laughs> it's real weird. And then the next, like, hour or so is just like... I guess we're in the sewers.
1: I guess we're in prison. <laughs> I guess we're on the surface again. Exactly. Yeah. And
0: then there's, like, the big finale. Yeah. Um... And again, like that first like twenty minutes and last like thirty minutes are fucking rad, and everything in between is just kind of like. I mean, it looks nice.
1: Well, the animation is gorgeous. It's not, uh, it's not entirely done on ones, meaning twenty-four drawings per second. Right, but it's very, very close to that in most cases. And yeah, there's a lot of like. Just absurd levels of detail, like the
0: detail in the it's anime.
1: Incredible, yeah. like the way that even just like if a character is like pulling something behind them, it moves like with physics and gravity applied to it. Yeah, yeah.
0: it ha- it has the look of this is like
1: peak economic boom Japan, just spending all the money in the universe. Right.
0: <laughs> it has a. Uh... The look a lot of times of like rotoscoped actors. Yeah. Like it has that fluidity smooth, and, and yeah. motion. Uh, yeah, it's very beautiful. Um, is Aeon Flux anime? Uh, sure, why not? Okay. I think, yeah, technically. Cool. I like that one too. Yeah. yeah. Any, runners, yeah. Any, uh, any honorable mentions of you fellas?
2: You said it too, but my, my second favorite is definitely Cowboy Bebop. I loved that show too. Great score work. Real funny. Never like serious or Weird.
1: It gets serious and weird in like the lore episodes, uh, but I think we were talking about this a little bit. The advantage of the series versus the movie is that the movie does feel very airy. There's a lot of air in that movie for sure. And like, again, as a teenager, I was like, yeah, life is dark, things are sad, yeah, talk about how sad you are, and now I just have. No patience yeah, for that. No concern <laughs> for that. At so all. the 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 twenty two to twenty five minute episodes, getting in, getting out. While the getting's good, uh, bimboping, real good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will say.
0: I was just reading an article because there's a uh, a live action. Uh, Cowboy Bebop coming out, starring yeah. John Cho, and a bunch of people on the internet got mad because the lady, the picture of the lady. The lady's lady. got too many clothes on. Yeah.
2: Ooh, but she should, though. If you're going to use a real lady, she should wear more exactly. clothes. Exactly. Because she's going to be doing
1: stunt work, my friend. Yeah. Right. They need padding. And I was yeah.
0: reading an article about how uh, the main villain of the Cowboy Bebop show, uh, whose name is just like. Vicious. Vicious, yeah. Should not work as a character in any way, shape, or form, and only works because of the way he looks, and not because of any particular character traits he has, because he has none. He's just vicious. Yeah. Uh And they were talking about how like that a character like that will be very difficult to adapt for the live action show. Sure. No. Should they choose to do that, or is it a movie or is it a show? I
1: believe it's like a mini series oh, with, right
0: with planned
1: multiple is seasons.
0: Malcolm Gladwell.
1: No, not Malcolm. What's that guy's yeah, name? Yeah, it's Malcolm
0: Gladwell. <laughs> 10,000
2: hours to put the show together. That's weird. What's uh, the white-haired guy that did the reboot of Fantasy Island? Oh, Malcolm McDowell. Dowell. There you go. There's a guy that just looks vicious.
0: <laughs> Isn't he like 90 Yeah, now? I was going
2: to say, that guy's like, got to be like 100. Is he still
1: alive? I don't know. The last thing I saw him in was uh, an episode of Heroes. Remember Heroes,
0: yeah. guys? Yeah. Heroes. You're not wrong. I remember the first season of Heroes. I don't recall it continuing after that. That's <laughs> my average. Avatar live action. I was going to say. I don't think that's true, Mark. I guess you can use Jake Busey. He's yeah. got to still be alive. That's fair. <laughs> now, hey, look, Malcolm McDowell is still alive. He's seventy-eight.
2: Oh, well, not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He could act.
0: Uh, I was thinking Get maybe out there. Maybe Terrence Stamp. Terrence Ooh, Stamp yeah. is still alive. Yeah. He's eighty-three. Maybe uh, throw one of the Scars Guards in there.
1: Anyone. Anyone sure. Will do. pick the scars. Yeah. What's really great, though, uh, I will say, just the the Cowboy Bebop series. Uh, the lore episodes are definitely a little bit slower, a little bit more like navel gazy than the other episodes, but it does culminate into the last episode being just a straight up John Woo movie <laughs> for the last like ten minutes. Yeah. I
0: mean, I'm all right with that. Look, I watched all of Neon Genesis Evangelion in like three days. And i watched the last two episodes of that series. I can handle a little bit of just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. whatever. It, never, it never
1: really gets to that level. Yeah. Oh, it
0: never gets to just, here's 20 minutes taking place <laughs> solely inside the mind of one of the characters, where half of the animation is just hand-drawn on loose-leaf paper.
1: So I, I never really... I, I told you guys that that part of the, the story of Evangelion is that they did uh, the death and rebirth movies. Right. The death movie, which I explained was a clip show movie, uh, the like framing device is all of the pilots are going to play a stringed instrument in a recital. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Star Trek. <laughs> nice. And each one's practicing their part and remembering fondly
0: the things they've done. <laughs> nice. I'm, I might go back and watch that because nice. I skipped it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you absolutely can. Uh, it would be like if Infinity War were just clips of all the Marvel movies, <laughs> then the first half of Infinity War, then come back for the second half later, and then the second half was the first half again, and then the second half. <laughs> yeah,
0: it works. Good stuff. All right, well, fantastic work, everybody. That's going to do it for this Minnesota Body count and Beer I am Mark Rosenthal. I
1: am Patrick Bromley. I am
0: still Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And we will see you next time. Pew, pew! Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney-Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. And leave us a rating and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook, I guess, if it's working. Twitter, uh, at Body Cast, Or you can email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.